Welcome back into the Verified Christian Podcast, where I'm your host, Jonathan Jenkins, joined with our host also... Your boy, Matthew Ocochaney. We are glad to be able to come back with you and study the Bible. Uh, we're still going to be looking at uh, the book of Psalms, and uh, this uh, this time we're going to look at Psalm 8. Yep, and, and I love the title of this. It says, How Majestic Is Your Name, How the majestic. God We Serve. There's nobody else like him, Jonathan. Nobody. And scripture tells us about that. So follow along with us, you know, your Bible, if you're listening to us on your on the way to work. Glad you came our way. I'll read it for you in Psalm 8, beginning in verse 1. It says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you could care for him? Now I'm going to pause right there. What's David saying here? What he's, what he's saying, brethren, is that how majestic is the Lord? Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth? Look at the creation we have to live in. I'm baffled by the complexity of nature, the complexity of the star constellations, everything we have to look at that God provided us with. It's a system that he put in place. You know, you look, when you, I mean, you like to deer hunt, Jonathan. When you're in the woods, I mean, I like to hunt too. When you hear nature wake up, it starts with the birds. Everything's quiet. It's almost deathly silent. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it's daunting when you're out there and, and it's dark. One of the most terrifying times to walk through the woods is when it's just pitch black dark. Yeah. Uh, it, and it, it does. I don't I don't care how big you are and how long you've been hunting. Sometimes it makes you a little uncomfortable Absolutely. just to be, for it to be that dark. And so we see the majestic, the, the we see just how great our God is. Um, he, he makes the sun rise. He makes the sun set. Um, nature wakes up in the morning, and we, we're talking about that analogy. The birds start chirping. You know, the squirrels go out and they start to gather their um, their food sources. The deer, they're looking for corn. They start moving. Y'all, it's the beautiful thing that God designed, and David's noticing it. He's looking at the creation. He's looking at the stars. He's looking at the heavens. I don't know about y'all. But I love astronomy. I love looking at the stars at night. And I, I'm going to pick on Jonathan here for a second. Y'all, I actually got him hooked on this app called Constellations or something like that where we can look at the planets through our phone like we can find where they are in the sky. Heather, his wife, actually got on to me. He's like, oh, there's Jonathan out there again for another hour standing, standing outside looking at the stars. Staring at the stars. I love it. it, it we even downloaded an app where we can look at the satellites and we can look at planes and we've all had a moment where we were like, oh, man, that's awesome. My but, head's in the clouds. Yeah, My it's awesome. When we look at the stars, when we look at all these things that we can't even see and fathom. But notice what he says. All of these things that we find glory in, how majestic is your name? Yeah. In all the earth. He's so, given God all the glory here. It's like Psalm 148 verse 13 says, Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above heaven and earth. So all of these things that we see in the earth and in its glory and the clouds and, and looking up and keeping our eyes in the sky like I was talking about just a second ago and, and looking around at the beautiful earth, 
Above all of those things, his name is majestic. His name is greater than those things. And that's what the psalmist is pouring out his heart. He says, you have set your glory above the heavens. It's so cool because we see all the things like we, I think about that rover that's on Mars and I can actually, now we have technology where we can see God's creation on another planet. Yes. Are you kidding me? So I can, I can pull up an image from my phone sitting on my sofa, looking at the surface of Mars through a rover camera. And what baffles the mind is, is we can send a, we can send a, a rover to Mars, but we can't get internet in Louisiana. <laughs> I can sit on my couch and look at the Mars, the surface of Mars, but I can't get internet where I live. It baffles the mind. But, going back to our point, God made all of this, and David is saying, how majestic is your name in all the earth? You set the glory in the heavens. All He's given him all the glory for this, and he's noticing just how powerful, how majestic our God that we serve. Yep. Out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. And we talked about verse 3. When I look at the heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which, you're, which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you care for him. So what he's saying there, Jonathan, is you, you created all of these things, God. And why are you mindful of someone so small as me? And yet you still think of us. He does. He loves us. What a blessing. We we really get the scope of God here. Like how, I mean, no one, we, of course we can't put God in the box. He's so much bigger than we, we can ever fathom. But we see just how big that he is. He created everything. And so we can we can even look through a telescope of everything he's created. We know space is constantly expanding. The stars we look at are millions upon millions of, of um, miles away. But yet God created every single one of them. And how huge this universe that we live in is versus how small we are. Yeah, and he cares for us. This is the God that loves us. Dude, he knows the hair on our head. Yeah, which is decreasing by the day. I think I'm going bald. But that's what my barber said. <laughs> but he knows when it decreases. He knows yeah. when it increases. He knows the hairs of our head and he he's that mindful of each one of us in that he loves us and that he 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 he, he takes time to notice us and to see us above all of the most awesome things that we like i said we look out into the into space and we see all of these massive and beautiful things and yet his focus is upon you and me what a blessing that is i don't think we understand that because those who are in i still can't bring I, i can't bring myself to wrap my head around right how above all those other things he still finds interest right in us the christian has that privilege of having this god or the one and only god um this relationship this god that created everything loves me he cares for me he provides for me all of these things is the god that we serve the christian serves not many people can say that but we have that relationship. But the Christian can, the verified Christian can say that his glory is above all of the heavens. And this is the God that the Christian serves. 
think that's something that we we need to keep in mind. And we don't often. So we see, continuing on in verse 5 of Psalm 8. Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, and the birds of the heavens, and the fish of the sea, and what whatever passes along the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. David again in verse 9, repeating the premise of this psalm. In Genesis 1, 26, uh, we see that God gives uh, man dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over all the creeping things. And, and, and he, he gives him a job and a responsibility over creation. And isn't it interesting that God gives into the hand of man dominion? What a blessing. What a blessing. God gave to man this dominion over creation, and we have control of it. And he's, he's put it in our hands and trusted us with it. And then it says all things he has put under his feet, under man's feet. Uh, these words are taken from the act of treading down one's enemy in battle. And so dominion, we're dominant over yeah. all the things that God has created here we're, on this we earth. We are the pinnacle of his creation. Not only did he put us here on this earth, but he gave us dominion over it. Yeah. Uh, all these things are here to enjoy. We we often read over that, that point where it says that we are made in the image of God and after his likeness. If we're made in the image of God and after his likeness, of course he is going to give us dominion over things because he has dominion over all things. And while we submit to him and, and all authority rests in his hands and we look to him, he also trusts us with all things uh, over creation. It is a blessing when you look down and you and you read it says he's given him dominion over the works of your hands over everything that god has put together and uh he's he's given us dominion over it and put it under our feet all sheep and oxen and beasts of the field the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea whatever passes along the paths of the sea O lord our lord how majestic is your name in all of the earth this was like a praise that he was giving um, and, and it sounds almost repetitious with these words, but uh, because that's how the psalm opens up. But he closes with the same as he opened to emphasize yeah. the majesty of that's our right. God. I love it. And I find it so cool, Jonathan, that I can look up at the moon and that's the same moon Jesus slept under. That's the same moon the prophets looked at. This is the same moon David was talking about. He sat underneath these stars. He's, he sat underneath the moon that I get to look at every night. How majestic is the name of the Lord in all the earth? And this is what David's talking about. And we got some scientific evidence evidences in this in this psalm. Whatever, notice verse 8. Whatever passes along the paths of the sea. What's that talking about? The paths of the sea. The currents. Uh, this was actually, yeah. yeah, this was the currents. The and jet stream and all those things. So we see that David, before we even knew what the circulation was in, in the seas, he talks about having paths of the sea, the currents. And uh, we know that you can get around the world through the currents of the seas. 
Like someone in the in the Bahamas actually traveled to the southern tip of Florida by just using currents. Yeah, oceans uh, vessels that yeah. still go, they still use those paths today. Yeah, because it's more fuel efficient for them to travel along those currents. So I just thought that was so interesting. That's something also that we can note about this psalm is that it is scientifically accurate. That's right. Um, the Bible does not contradict itself. No, and it doesn't contradict science either. No, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, it proves it. And so many times that we hear people do that. Uh, I wanted to note something here from Waycaster's commentary. Uh, He says, we learn something about God and we learn something about man in this psalm. The first thing we learn about God is that his name is excellent and glorious. Um, it, It says that, number two, his glory is even above the heavens. And then number three, that the heavens are the product of creation not evolution. So it's not mm-hmm. something that just happened on accident. And then number four, he is the creator of man. And then we learn something about man in this psalm. He is the product of God's creation. He is the object of God's concern. And he has been crowned with honor and glory. He has been given dominion over the works of God's hands, and he has the obligation to be thankful and grateful and to give God the praise for his divine love and blessing. Right. So we see evolution debunked. We see um, the Big Bang Theory debunked, not only in this psalm, but also the very first verse of the Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Psalm 8. It Creation was his, man was his, and even science with the paths of the sea was all in the hands of our creator, yeah. God. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. David didn't even have a vessel to dive to see where the paths of the sea were. This was obviously God's providence here, giving us here these scientific evidences before they were even discovered. And, and we can a- go into detail about that. But we see again here in Psalm 8 verse 3 when I look at your heavens the work of your fingers he's giving God the credit giving God everything he created the moon stars everything he set in place he set in place God did when I look at the moon he set it there when I look at the stars he set it there God did not some big bang theory not not anything but God this this. didn't happen on accident matter of fact I read an article one time that suggested that if the earth were any closer to the sun that we'd burn up and if it were any further away from the sun we'd freeze to death and this is just a few miles we were perfectly placed in the perfect spot right in our universe to thrive as a planet we didn't do that on accident That's God right. that didn't happen by some big bang theory or some accident that took place this was orchestrated and designed by a creator God. I want to say this and I'll let you go because I know we're trying to keep these short. You know, when you look at the Big Bang Theory, it has holes all through it. (laughs) Just imagine a dirty kitchen, dishes everywhere, things not put away, and you set a bomb off in the middle of that kitchen, and then everything's put away. Everything's clean and neat. Everything is exactly where it's supposed to be. That won't happen, Jonathan, if you set off a bomb in a dirty kitchen. Not everything's going to be just destroyed. It's not going to be put up everything in place. No, you take a watch apart, intricate piece after intricate piece, and you pull it all the pieces of that of that wristwatch in a Ziploc bag, and you. Sh- it's as if you're saying that something happened, it shook up, and then all those pieces joined back together perfectly. That just that does not happen. does that, not. And it, no matter how many times you shake it, it's not going to no, happen. No, it's, it's impossible. 
And that's what science wants us to believe, and that's just not the case, brethren. Creation had a creator. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Verified Christian. We hope to catch you guys next time.